This is Taco Incidents, where we learn the secrets of breakthrough brand experience from the most brilliant leaders while we're on the search for the perfect taco. I'm Scott Porter, entrepreneur, brand experience strategist, and I'm completely obsessed with tacos. Thanks so much for joining us. I met up with Chris Pan at Tokai Organic in West Hollywood, California. He's the founder and CEO of MyIntent.org, maker of custom bracelets and necklaces that spark meaningful conversations. Even with scores of celebrities and over 2 million people worldwide wearing these one-of-a-kind bracelets engraved with each person's chosen word of inspiration, Chris says they're not a jewelry company. My Intent is a service project, a catalyst to help all of us live with more purpose and passion. I wanted to learn why he believes in the power of brand experience, what he does to create it, and how it's helped him thrive, all over tacos. It really doesn't get much better than this. Dude, this is your go-to. You got? Did you get the jalapeno? I haven't, I haven't, yeah, I haven't had this one yet, but I, uh, I've had the breakfast burrito, so it's been really good. This is going to be awesome. Thank you well, for go, having me. Yeah, of course. Oh, Thanks so much for making the time and, and for suggesting this place. And I'm so happy you suggested the grilled corn. Is that the Diablo chicken? Really nice. I'm going to grab a napkin. Can you grab a napkin first? Yeah, it's got some fire to it. It's nice. Oh, good. Mm. I am like spicier the better. Okay, so you're just like everywhere you go, you're making bracelets for people. Oh, oh. <laughs> so cool! And you've been doing that, you, like you've been doing like it for five years. Five years. Yeah. Do you just always carry one of those around with you? Uh, a lot of times. Yeah, it's fun. That is so cool. Yeah. Tell me about how it all got started. It got started um, January of 2013. Okay. When I was at a retreat called the Hoffman Process, mm -hmm. seven days of um, 14 hours of deep inner work every day. So no phone, no... Focus. Yeah, it was like focus on deep inner work. And there were a few principles that they had that I really uh, appreciated. They uh, wanted us to only talk about our own experience rather than give each other advice. They really wanted to share what was present for us and what was coming up. So really tuning into our own feelings and our own thoughts, our own yeah. emotions. They asked us a lot of questions and there was a lot of teaching, but they never told us what to do and what to think and what to be. Mm. And I thought that was very powerful because if you think about our world, there's a lot of people telling us, you know, whether it's preachers, brands, teachers, uh, coaches, they're telling you what you should believe, what you should be doing. And at this retreat, it was all about our own answers, finding our own truth. And those have been some of the core tenets of the Mind 10 experience because I wanted to bring that retreat experience to people who may not have thousands of dollars in a week of time to go to this retreat. So on the last day I was there, I said, hey, how do I enable my friends and family to also have a similar type of connection with themselves and with each other? And there was so much of sharing that was going around of things that mattered instead of just a little small talk. And so with this little process that I take people through of finding their word, I get a little peek into what's really going on with them, what matters the most. I learn a lot of wisdom, a lot of uh, insight into just what's, you know, what's true, what's present in a meaningful way. And there's a lot of positivity that happens. And so how did you think of, or what, what, how did it come about to like to do pound that? the letters into a... friend showed me how to do it and um, gifted me a set of tools and I just started doing it. And I didn't think I would really like it. I didn't think much of it, but it's a very addictive um, experience because you give it to someone and they're super happy and that joy comes back. And then months later they'll call you and they'll say, hey, this is what happened. Like it fell off at the you know, perfect time and this came true. and. Um, it's just, it's a great way to connect. Mm. And it's very inexpensive. It's, um, 
very fast, but it leaves a very deep and meaningful impression. And it's so personal, right? Yeah. I mean, even just what, uh, when we were talking to the to when we were just we were just talking to Jenny, you asked her, and she's was caught off guard. Yeah. I mean, she probably doesn't get that. Well, well that that's the other of, thing that is. It's so cool that this level of reflection doesn't happen that often for mm -hmm. most people. Um, mm -hmm. In one of my favorite books, the author says this happens for most people once a year, usually on New Year's Eve, mm -hmm. right? They think about their New Year's resolution, but. For a lot of high performers, this actually happens quite often. You know, for high performers, they're always thinking about what do I need? How can I be a better person? How can I serve? How do I want to show up? And so, what we're actually doing is we're not really making jewelry. We're taking people on a bit of a journey, um, a bit of introspection, reflection, and then we make a little uh, reminder, a little keepsake that they get to take with them. It's so brilliant. It's it's like brilliant in its simplicity and execution, and like to see that in action, like to see her like. Stop. Yeah. What would my word be? Right. You know, like in that moment, she yeah. just like stopped the normal taking people's orders yeah. and doing her job and like, what would my word be? Yeah. It's powerful. So it's a little moment of uh, inner work. Yeah. yeah. Introspection, yeah. self analysis. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That was really cool to see that process like just play out right there and then your friends over there too. Yeah. I want I'd love you to walk me through the process too when sure. we're, when we're we'll do that for dessert. Sure. <laughs> so I'm totally so Hollywood right now mm -hmm. with my golden greens. It's good. Mhm. Mm and <laughs> we've partnered with them. Oh, you have? Yeah. They order our bracelets and then they send me some juice. <laughs> Trade. Mm -hmm. Inspiration for, for, for green fuel. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. Okay, so this is the Tinga. So you've been here a lot. I've been here a few times, yeah. What do you think about their whole experience, what they're creating? I love it. It's um, healthy, accessible, mm. but comfy. Mm -hmm. It just feels good. Mm -hmm. Staff is good. That is a good, that's some good Tinga. It's mm -hmm. juicy. I'm excited about the Diablo chicken. Which one did you get? You got the jalapeno one? The, Mex the burrito Mexicano. With a little bit of, um, with the jalapeno. Jalapeno tortilla, right? Tortilla and uh, yeah. the, the spicy chicken. Mm. There's like some pineapple in there. What is that? There's like the sweet fruit. Have you ever been down to um, tequila? Mexico? Tequila, Mexico. It's uh, an hour no. outside of Guadalajara. The food is amazing. It reminds mm. me of the Napa of Mexico. Mm. White because, country? Yeah, that's where they grow all the uh, agave plants for the tequila. Oh, for the tequila, yeah. And they have just amazing restaurants down there. It's like mm. a total gourmet mm. um, foodie experience. What took you there? I was just down there for vacation mm. and was in, needed to be in Guadalajara for a layover. Had an extra day and the Why hotel, they, they had a, um, a tour to tequila, so I said, this would be fun. You know. Have you been to Mexico City? Yeah. You have? Powerful place. Oh, I know. So it's much my favorite energy place. there. Oh. The food was incredible, too. Incredible, yeah. right? I, I, I The saddest thing about Mexico City is the physical limitations of your stomach. <laughs> you just want to keep eating mm -hmm. as much as you can. What took you there? Just vacation. Mm -hmm. Well, Mexico City, I was um, at a friend there. And I was in the middle of a um, transition period between jobs. Okay. I'm kind of thinking about what I want to do, so I took some time off. I had a friend there who said, come visit me, and I spent a week down there um, and just had an amazing, kind of almost like a spiritual experience down there. Yeah. You know, just in the city itself? Yeah, I'm in the city and then just around it, around the area. I went to see some of the pyramids. It is a magical place. It's my favorite thing to show people Mexico City. Really? I've been leading taco tours there for like 20 years. No way. Yeah. Wow. About 
a year ago. Did you go do a Lucha Libre fight when you were there? Mm. No. You know the masks, like mm -hmm. Lucha Libre stuff? I bought one. Of course you did. Mm -hmm. Yep. As you should. So the last time I went, there were about 30 entrepreneurs, business leaders, and we did, we had luchadores, the mm -hmm. wrestlers, train us for two hours How in fun. the ring. Wow. We all got our masks on. That's amazing. <laughs> we're like jumping up there, like teaching us how to slam on the mat. Super it was fun. so great. Super fun. <laughs> do you, do you do bracelets in other languages? Obviously, mm. I would imagine. We just have A through Z. Okay. So we can, we can do it in other languages as long as you can use the um, alphabet. But you can buy letter stamps with other languages. We just haven't gotten there yet. Mm. Do you do the Enya? No, we go capital. We, we go capital letters, and so that. Oh yeah, easy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm so awesome. So at what point? So this started out as like just a passion project, just something. Passion project, just something but that at I what did point? For people. It yeah. was a nice. I just moved to LA and um, was looking to build community. Yeah. It was building uh, more meaningful connections and. I just started doing this for people that showed up in my house. I started having these gatherings, and everybody that came would have the opportunity to get one. And it just kept rolling. Hmm. And so at what point did it become what you're doing? It was... Become um, a business. One thing led to another. It was you know, a friend wanting to do this as a charity event. Um, a friend said, hey, we're raising money for orphans with HIV in Africa. Can you come and make some and take donations and give it a donation? Yeah. So, I said, of course, so we did that, and then I had some friends that wanted to just have a little bit more income um, here in L.A., so over a summer, they set up um, at a night market mm -hmm. at Yamashiro, so they did this at the night market, so just, you know, they would be like, can we borrow these tools, and I'm like, sure, yeah, go for it, you know? And then uh, I just said, hey, you know, let's try a website, because people were asking me to get more for their friends and family or for themselves, and totally. at a certain point, I was like, you know, I just need to have a website where you can just order some. I just couldn't keep up with all the uh, requests anymore. And then made them for, um, I made one for Jay-Z over at Soho House just down the street. Very and nice. um, that turned into the cover of the Time Magazine with Kanye, um, Beyonce, Rihanna, the Today Show picked us up. And I uh, I distinctly remember when I made one for the producer of the Today Show, she had a bit of a moment. She had some tears coming down, like when I asked her, took her through some of the questions. And I didn't say that much. I asked her like maybe two, three questions and you know something connected. Next thing you know, we were, I was at the Today Show office fixing our bracelet and they started rolling film and I was just doing my thing and they just told a whole story about it. <laughs> yeah. How long ago was that? 2015. Yeah. Summer. Many bracelets ago. Many bracelets ago. Yeah. Many intentions ago. <laughs> wow. Well, that is just amazing. I just imagine, do you like stop and think? How many do you see, you estimate you've made? In the millions, like uh, somewhere between one and two plus. I mean, because we, we um, sell a lot of the bracelets blank and people make it themselves. And so I don't know exactly how many are actually being worn or, you know what, but I know our, we've produced in the millions of tokens. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. I mean, all those people are sprinkled all over the world, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> how cool is that? Getting inspired on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. From what I've read, um, this yeah. isn't about this isn't about bracelets, though. No, this isn't about jewelry. You no. didn't like set out thinking I want to be a a jeweler, an accessory guy. Mm -hmm. What is this all about for you, and how does that translate into building a whole business around it? 
Yeah, this a service project. So I think about this as life coaching or a good connection, a good conversation. Conversation around finding your word feels like a life coaching session, yeah. or like a heart to heart. Yeah. Depending on kind of you know, yeah. there's probably a spectrum, right? There's just like a good heart to heart to like a full on coaching session. Yeah. And you get to have something with you that reminds you of what you committed to. Yeah. Because when I was back at this retreat, on the Last day, we were invited to stand up in front of, I and mean, we were doing a lot of exercises where you would just share one word that described how you felt in the moment or mm. you know what was coming up for you. And in the very end, we were invited to share what we were committed to and our intention as we were leaving the retreat. Mm. And so if you think about the process of finding your word, I just took like a week of deep inner work and I try to compress it into five minutes or two minutes actually. But it's a similar experience of mm. introspection and figuring out what your next step is. Yeah. So for you, how has that how has that translated into what you do on a regular basis? This is your business. This is yeah. your li- livelihood, it's, right? It's a challenge because I um, get caught up in the business side of things, and I uh-huh. uh, don't do as much inner work as I'd like to for myself. Mm. And so it's always a challenge to make sure I'm doing enough work to keep growing and keep serving versus sometimes I get caught up in the metrics. It's like, how many units do we move? How many makers do we have? How many bracelets do we put out this month? And um, usually that ends up in a lot of uh, unfulfilled feelings. Mm. Whereas if I focus on just how can I serve, who can I serve, that tends to feel a lot better. Or how can I grow? Like what's a new skill I can learn or what's, you know, going to a workshop um, to continue to build my own skills. Mm. So how have you structured this from, like, because you basically, what started out as a passion project it now has a team. Like, what does your team look like? It has a team. We have a team of folks that I call it like the support center, essentially. And this is barring from my days at PepsiCo. Um, you know, they had support center that at a country level and then they had kind of the local market level. Mm-hmm. And I think of us as sort of the support center where we're providing uh, the maker kits and the refill bracelets to people out there. We have over 30,000 people that have purchased the maker kits. And they're out doing wow. it at their local yoga studios, at their churches, um, you know, when they're having a dinner party, uh, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, you name it, they've probably used our maker kit. You know, schools, a lot of schools. I'm sure, yeah. And so I see our role as making sure that the supplies are good, that we have the whole supply chain figured out, that the bracelets are easy to stamp. And the most important thing is probably um, helping people stay focused on helping others find a word of intention. Sometimes people just want to stamp something funny or they want to stamp like their pet's name. And I'm like, that's cute. That's kind of meaningful to you. But I think we can go a little deeper. You know, I think that focus has been what's separated us from a lot of other arts and crafts projects. There's a lot of people that just go around and stamp your name. Nothing wrong with that. It's just not um, what we're about and what we're interested in. I mean, sometimes it's nice when people get their name because they're like, I want to make sure I listen to my own voice. I trust my own intuition, you know, I stand up for me. It makes a lot of sense, but there's a deeper intention in just, you know, what we're trying to avoid is someone just getting their name because they hadn't done the, done the work. Hmm. They hadn't, like, actually hmm. gone and said, what do I really need to remind myself hmm. of? Hmm. Right, because most people don't need a reminder of their name. It's just kind of cute. But sometimes they do need a reminder to stand up for themselves. Hmm. That is important. Interesting. So, well, I mean, that's, that had to have been a bit of an interesting transition from, like, a passion project, this is something cool that I'm doing on a very personal level with a handful of people that mean a lot to you, yeah. friends, family, yeah. and then it starts expanding, and now you get into some of the things that you just said, where mm-hmm. it's like, 
we got to make sure that whoever's doing this is right. staying true to so simple, our intent. We which have is, a simple certification program for people that mm -hmm. want to sell it or fundraise. So we have that. It's a, it's a simple um, thing you read, and then there's a little quiz that you take. Mm -hmm. And it's in all of our communications that we put out. It's all about people, their words and intentions. Like you probably will never see us post something on our Instagram that is just like something cute or someone's pet's name or someone's name. Like it's usually an intention. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so I think by being a a certain model it kind of communicates what this is all about yeah. you know by demonstrating I mean, there's actually another there's other projects out that literally just focus on putting your name onto it like engraving your name yeah yeah, yeah totally fine with that just not what we're about not your thing yeah. yeah and so that's been it sounds like that's like one of your big differentiators is this yeah i think this personal other, connection I think right it's, it's about intention it's about words of inspiration and it's about you creating your own word so we don't um do pre-made we don't have like these are our top you know 10 or 15 20 words and you right. grab one like we invite you to think about your own word and then we'll make it for you right and even if you get the word love it's because you've thought about it and you've really you know you, gone to a deeper level yeah. yeah not because it was just like off the shelf and you just grabbed it you know we wanted you to come up with it yourself and then that goes back to the retreat where the experience was you have the answers like we believe that you fundamentally have what you need, like you know what you need more than anybody else. Mm. And rather than relying on someone else to tell you what you need, like you figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Because that actually, it's more like instead of giving someone a fish, it's teaching them how to fish. Yep. If you can teach someone how to ask the right questions, they'll be able to continue to support themselves rather than you always having to feed them, you know, the answers. Mm. Has it, had there been any challenges in the, the process of, um, have there been any challenges in the process of making sure that you're staying true to the experience. This yeah, whole experience that I just witnessed yeah. and that I'm the excited to do. The challenge is, you know, sometimes um, it's hard to scale, almost interrupting people um, and getting them to pause for a moment to reflect. Hmm. Because for someone to purchase one of our products, someone has to do the work of reflecting on what their word is. It's not just like, hey, do you want blue, green, or red? And it's like, oh, I want the red. Okay, we're done. What size, you know, small, medium, large, you pick the medium and then you're, you know, right. but you have to actually do some work. Mm. And so that can be expensive actually, as we think about our business model of getting the attention of someone and having them pause with us long enough to figure out what their word is. Mm. Because most people are busy and they're scrolling through their feeds and, you know, maybe they just haven't had the time to do the work. Mm. And so this, re this requires um, a bit of work to participate. Yeah. yeah. But when you do, it's very rewarding. Yeah. You know, it's probably like yeah. not that different than someone ha having a gym because not only do you have to buy a membership, but you want the people to actually come to the gym and actually do the work and actually use the equipment yeah. and actually be better. And ultimately that's impact. We don't want to just sell bracelets that look cute, but they don't actually have any real impact. Like we want people to be different because they've gone through the process and then they have that reminder where in the moment of distress or in a moment where they're really frantic, they remember, oh my gosh, my word is breathe, you know, and actually it makes a difference. Yeah. Well, and so essentially, like, your customers have to work to get this project or yeah. get the product. There's a little bit of work involved for them yeah. to be a part yeah. of it, but I think that's also what makes it special. And, that's and what, meaningful, yeah. for sure. So you talk about, like, the scaling challenge, but yeah. then there's two million people wearing these bracelets all over the world. Which is not that many if you think about it in the grand it's, scheme of well, okay, things. Totally. It's a drop in the bucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, that's still a lot of people. Like for anyone that's running a small business yeah. or any entrepreneur, yeah. two million of two million customers yeah. is a pretty remarkable accomplishment. Yeah. Um, so you guys have found a way to scale that. We've in, we've in leveraged a, a lot way. of word of mouth, a lot of social media. Yeah. Um, but 
but, but I think there's still a lot yet to figure out. Yeah. What are you guys working on to figure out? I think a lot of it is some of our makers, I think we have, you know, out of the 30,000 makers, I think there's a spectrum of some of the makers are very comfortable going up to someone and asking them, what's your word? And explaining, hey, this is a word that's going to remind you to be your best self and pausing. There's an awkward silence that happens. <laughs> and for most people, they want to keep talking. And one of the things that I try to teach and I, pr I practice is there's power in the silence. There's power in the pause. Because you have to let the other person have space to process. Yeah. And it's for someone that's not trained or who hasn't been through some workshops, the silence is awkward. And even making yeah. eye, eye contact can be awkward for some people. You know, I've done inner work, I've been at workshops with people where one of the basic exercises is just eye contact. Stare at somebody. And <laughs> for my partner, actually, he hadn't done any of this. He was a bit younger um, in his 20s. It was really difficult for him. He kind of like, he was just being awkward. He's kind of smiling. And I'm just like, just, you know, relax and just breathe. And, and so out of all of our makers, I think there's a spectrum of, some of them have done a lot of inner work and are very comfortable in helping others find their word. And I think there's some that, you know, I'll see their post in our makers group and they'll say, hey, you know, I've got this situation where there's so-and-so and they're dealing with this. Like, what would be a good word for them? And my response is always, why don't you have a conversation with them? <laughs> you know, that's what I would do. I wouldn't try to guess because I'm not some fortune teller that has some superpower where I can just dole out a word and all of a sudden change their life. I would much rather have a conversation for them to figure it out. But there's a number of our makers who um, maybe just don't have that skill set yet. And that's definitely something we want to figure out how to pass along so that they can have more meaningful conversations. You know, our mission is to be a catalyst for meaningful conversations and positive action. It's not to be making more and more bracelets. It's like, how do you teach people to have a good conversation? How do you teach people to listen? powerful. Yeah. It's incredible, especially given the fact that obviously this has been something that's really important to you personally, impact, mm -hmm. making a difference. Yeah. Sounds a lot like changing the world startup type of talk. Yeah. 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 But you never imagined that did you ever imagine at when you were at HBS or or any at any point growing up that uh -huh. this is what you would be doing? No. Mm. I didn't think I'd be making bracelets um, on the surface. So it looks like that's what I do. I make bracelets. Yeah. I did have, uh, when I was in high school and college, I was very involved with my youth group. And I was very involved with music. And I was very involved with self-help, motivational, inspirational, sure. speaking yeah. type of opportunities. So I definitely have those as roots. It's kind of foundation. And I feel like this is um, kind of an innovative expression of that. You know, in a way, this is a ministry. Yeah. Just in a very unique um, format. Totally. Like a one-on-one -on -one connection that's, yeah. you know. And the other thing is, like, we're not judgmental of, like, what you need and what you decide. What your word is. Yeah, we yeah. just, I just like to ask a lot of questions. And mm -hmm. if I feel like there's an opportunity to go a little deeper or explore, I'll just keep asking you questions. But it's your word. I'm not going to tell you if it's good or bad. Or just, my only questions are usually, is this something that you'll want to wear for weeks to come? Is this something that's going to make you a better person? Is this something that's going to inspire you? Is this something that's going to, you know, help you overcome that challenge in your life? Whatever that is. And if the answers are yes, then you've got the right word. If it's not, then let's keep exploring. Keep going. Yeah. Because I hate to make something for someone and then a day later it's in the bottom of their drawer. Yeah. Right? Because that's yeah, like a total to waste of resources. For yeah, for sure. You know, it's, I don't get excited about that. But I do get excited when I see someone three months later or a year later, sometimes a couple years later, they're still wearing it. And, you know, they tell me how it's helped them at certain moments and, you know, um, crossroads in their lives. And, yeah. yeah. How do you feel? Like, I noticed your equipment. It's all branded. Everything's yeah. like a kit. Obviously, you, you know, probably didn't start out like that. No. <laughs> it was awful when we started with. I should show you, like, we're probably on V5 right now, but, yeah. 
Well, let's, I mean, you've given a lot of thought to, sure. like, the we moment continue to iterate when yeah. you're experiencing it. Like, so, so one of the things that, uh, all these, like, touch points where people are, like, they're engaged in this, oh, my gosh, she's, like, pounding my word. One of the you things know? I learned at Facebook, I was part of the growth team at Facebook. Yeah. What we did was remove barriers. Barriers for people to have a meaningful experience on Facebook. And so I took a lot of the same lessons and said, okay, how do we remove the barriers to people having a good experience with my intent? All right. And so um, we have a smaller hammer than what you would normally see, right? Yeah, yeah. And actually our next version is even like got a bigger head, so it's even heavier and it's easier to pound in. But we wanted a smaller hammer than the traditional bigger hammer because it's easy to take with you and it's easier to um, be more precise with a smaller hammer. This is one of the coolest things. Um, my dad actually created this. So normally, you would put the bracelet on a metal block like this, and it would slide. Okay. Sure. And or you put it on the ledge because um, there's string there, but it would like fall off. And so I was working with my dad on this, and he said, "Hey, let me design you something." He used to design aircraft engines, and so for him, <laughs> this is pretty easy. He's like, "Well, let me just, let me just design this for you." So. It holds it in place. All you have to do is rotate it, like a typewriter, right? Yeah, yeah. And then it doesn't go anywhere. And there's there's the ledge for where the string the goes. String. So this makes it dummy proof. Like anybody can do this. We have eight year olds, ten year olds. Um, so we have that. And then we have the we have actually next generation of letter stamps coming out that'll have dividers that keeps it in alphabetical order, much easier. Um, and then and then I realized a lot of times I go to places where I need a. It's kind of dark. It's like amb- ambient lighting. So this. I originally, I just ordered some of these off Amazon, and then I was buying in such quantities, I just ended up getting our brand on it. And this is important to me because I wanted people to realize that this isn't about making bracelets. But when, you know, when I'm working with someone, they see this, and they usually get really excited about our mission, and, and they understand what this is about. So this is, yeah, this is a branded kit um, optimized for a great experience. And we continue to improve to make it even better. And then the bracelets are you know, made so that you can take them on and off. They're adjustable, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you feel that that's impacted your impact? Like your thoughtful design. Oh, this of was every this was moment. key. I knew there's no way that I was going to make enough bracelets to really make a difference. But now, if you multiply what I do by thirty thousand, right? You get bees in the hands you, of thirty thousand people. Yeah, right? and they're doing it in places. That a lot of times, they have way more extravagant displays and activations than we do. Like I, I'm a very simple guy. That's actually something that for me, it's all about the word. It's all about the experience of connecting. Some of the makers, I think, and also people, they, they just see, they build these elaborate displays, which there's nothing wrong with. It's just, like, I'd rather spend my energy connecting with people. So most of the activations I do, the displays are tiny, and there's, like, very little branding other than just here, but it's more about, I always say, I'd rather go up to people with a big smile and warm energy and say, hey, how are you? Like, what's your word, huh? What do you mean? Oh, and, and have that interaction versus having, like, a giant sign. I mean, that works, too, but... I, to me, it's more interesting when you have the you know personal interaction. Yeah. yeah. Is this your life legacy? Part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly been um, quite a ride. Where do you see this going? What does this look like in the future? It's a good question. I, I think you know we'll start doing um, conferences where we bring the makers together to offer more training and inspiration, huh. um, provide more support for them to activate in the communities, get it out to more schools, more churches, more yoga studios, more. You know, we want to see more people coming together in real person and having a meaningful interaction. Because I think in the social media world that we live in, we're all very disconnected and totally. um, just, there's not very many heart-to-heart conversations. Yeah. You know, and so this is a great catalyst to bring more of that into the world. Why do you think this has resonated so well with so many? 
I think it's is um, it because of what you just said. Because we live in this like disconnected, like a lot of the, this like transactional world instead of yeah. I think there's probably a few. There's probably a few factors. Um, I'll go back to one story. Um, at Facebook, one of my biggest contributions was helping the team realize the reason why a lot of users weren't staying around is because they couldn't find their friend. And as soon as we could help a user find their friends, they would stick around, which kind of makes sense. It's so intuitive. But back then, like 2007, we didn't have that insight, and a lot of users were falling off. Yeah. And in the same way, for this brand, for my intent, I always train the team to say, hey, we need to help someone find their word as soon as possible. Before we talk about anything with, you know, how did this start, what's it, you know, who else has been wearing, like, none of that matters. What matters is connecting someone to their intention. And then I'm happy to talk to you about whatever you want, but I want to help you find your intention because when I do that, and it's a word that actually means something to you, um, you're going to get it. Like, I don't have to explain anything. You know, like, I used to have this example when I used to train people um, back in the day about the internet. It was like, you know, instead of explaining what the internet was about, just have them experience it. Mm. You know, instead of explaining to someone how an apple tastes, just have them take a bite. Yeah. And so instead of explaining to someone, oh, there's some power in like, wearing your word on your bracelet, I'd rather them just actually have the experience quicker I can do that, then they've had the brand experience. And then from there, it's just gravy. It's like icing on a cake, but that's the cake. And, and I've, I've had staff where I've watched them go and just fumble around all sorts of stuff instead of going right for, hey, what's your word? What do you mean? Like, have that interaction. That's, you know, what we train people on versus, oh, hey, I'd like to make your bracelet. Our mission is this. And, you know, we've been on the cover of this. We've been on the Today Show. Da, da, da. And people are like, okay, that's great. But, like, why do I care? Right. Right, what's in it for me? Right. So that's fundamental to, to what we do. It's connecting people to their purpose, yeah. to their strength, to their truth, you know, what, what matters to them. Yeah. And what's really interesting to me about that is that what you've done is such a simple concept that you bring on these makers that are out there exponentially increasing your reach yeah. and the impact that you're doing because of the simplicity of, like, I'm just trying to help. I feel like I'm unlocking something. impact. Exactly. Because like, they're not doing my thing. They're doing their own thing. Right. But they're experiencing the same power of you know, connecting their friends and family with right. their word. You know, people people are not like, this is, you know, when Kanye wore it on the cover of Time, I actually talked to the photographer that shot the photo. He was like, oh, this is my word. This is my bracelet. He was not like, oh, this is Chris's bracelet or this is a my intent bracelet. He's like, I picked the word beautify. This is my, you know, purpose in the world. This is what I do. And he was proud to wear it. He wanted it in the shot. Yeah. And I think that's what's key is um, if you think about Facebook, when I work there, we always say people don't like Facebook, people like their friends. And people want to see their friends' photos and their friends' updates. If you take away their friends, <laughs> Facebook is just a show. Right? Yeah. And so I always think about my intent is, you know, people don't love my intent, people love their word and they love their intention. Yeah. That's what they really love. Yeah. We're just the catalyst, we're just the conduit to help connect the dots. We're the canvas. Yeah. yeah. And then you just like let your people, and I mean, I think about that on at any level of size of any business where if you give people very succinct and relatable mission mm -hmm. values, yeah. like they they embrace it yeah. and then they take and run with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. They, they, like they what love said, the mission they, statement. Like they, yeah. they see the mission statement, they get really excited. They're like, yeah. oh yeah, we definitely need more of this in the world. Why do you think that is? We have, I mean, you mentioned a little bit, there's such a disconnect in, in society where we're living, where people are either really hyper-connected tons yeah. of screen time yeah. or we're not used to really connecting in meaningful ways with each other everything's become so transactional mm -hmm. and so when you kind of approach someone and like what's your word yeah. like whoa I don't know you know what I mean they like, probably haven't been asked that ever yeah. or not in the last year isn't that amazing yeah. though our conversations tend to go there for 
for real meaningful connection. Yeah. It's much easier to talk about the you know games, you know scores or well, the weather. Sure. You know, those are safe things to talk about. There's like a distance. Yeah. Well, I think that was all that of a sudden, was that you're was like bringing someone into you're you're like approaching them. You're bringing them into something that's very personal. That was the thing I experienced at this retreat. That's what made it so magical. Was this constant? You know, the teacher. The only thing the teachers would usually say would be like. Here, keep it to I instead of you. Because when someone would get up and they would talk about, oh, you know this, you know that, and start talking generalities instead of get on the soapbox, yeah. the teacher would simply be, uh, would just say, hey, you know, what is true for you? What are you feeling? Please speak in I. You know, I believe this, I feel that way. And I think that's something that we don't do as much in general. We just like to talk about generalities and external things versus what we're experiencing, what we're, and a lot of times I feel like, you know, and I'm certainly guilty is, I'm not even in touch with what I'm feeling. I'm just being bombarded by messages that are coming at me yeah. instead of what you know I need and what I want. Mm. So for other business leaders, other entrepreneurs that like are listening to this story and hearing the and feeling the impact that you're having on a very personal level with your customers and with your clients and how how would you take these principles that you've implemented in your organization? Yeah of impact, of connection, of meaning, what would that look like for other businesses? Like, how does how do you see th this principle being fleshed out in other businesses? Just make sure you're creating value. What is the real impact you're having? Is there impact, or is it just a gimmicky thing that's cool to try once, but really there's nothing there? You know, like, I always go back to, how are we helping someone be a better version of them? You know, that's ultimately our mission, and that's what makes me excited, that's what is fulfilling, versus, hey, you know what, we sold, like, you know, if I get an order and I see, like, certain words, I'm like, oh, this is just, like, merch. Like, we're not in the business of selling merch. People don't want to wear merch. Merch just gets tossed in a drawer, but, you know, I, I, see, I, I see the orders that come in, I see why people chose what they chose. I'm like, yeah, people are doing it right. Like, we're having impact. Because it's easy to just kind of sell out and just take the orders or just do whatever makes the short-term cash, but ultimately you're not having, you're not fulfilling the mission. And be clear about the purpose of why you're in business. Hmm. Um, that goes back to the brand promise. Right? What, what is your ultimate value proposition? Why do you, what's the world you're trying to create? I remember the question I kept asking myself uh, when I started this was, what does the world need more of? And, and we have a deck of question cards and that's one of the questions. And my answer was, you know, the world needs more empathy, more compassion, more kindness, uh, more patience. And so I thought about, well, what's one way that I could bring about that is just by actually helping people. And, and I don't ever go around and say, hey, here's a patience bracelet. Here's an empathy bracelet, right? It's not, but I think, you know, there's a, if you Google this article, there's some articles that say like, true change comes from within. Like people have to want to change before the change can happen. Like you can't just impose it on someone. You know, I always cringe when like a parent's like, oh, my son needs this or, you know, like, and I'm like, well, why don't you talk to your kid and actually come up with it together so they feel a sense of ownership because I guarantee if you give them something that they don't have to wear it or they're probably just going to toss it. Yeah, or it doesn't resonate. Yeah, it's with, not going to have any yeah. real impact. But what's really powerful is you, you know, you can kind of lead the horse to water. You can kind of, you know, guide them to the, what your answer, you know, what you're looking for. But you might also learn something totally new yeah. as you yeah. have that conversation. Like it's a two-way street. And I've had so many conversations where I thought of one thing and it turned out to be a whole different, you know, learning for me. Hmm. I'd love to know if you have any really poignant examples that come to mind of either either someone, a close friend, a family member, someone famous, someone not famous, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, 
Is there, I mean, I'm, you've, you just told me you've done tens of thousands of these. Yeah. Is there anything in all of your experiences, anything that rises to the top and you're like, wow, that was like a real milestone moment for me? Or where, where maybe you felt the impact of all of this effort and hard work that you're doing? I think there were a few. Um, one of the first ones that I distinctly remember was just uh, the word live. Mm. And this was within a month or two of starting the project, having yeah. the website, and someone just bought a bracelet and posted on Instagram and said, you know, as someone that struggles with suicidal thoughts, this is just a reminder for me that I chose to live. Mm. I was like, whoa, like, you know, this is, wow. this is what we're doing? Like, all right, that's cool. Um, another one I remember was uh, this gentleman, I was at Will I Am Studios making them for some of um, his artists. And this guy that worked in production, he comes up and he's like, I want the word 15. And I made it, gave it to him, and he said, okay. Um, I said, why'd you pick 15? It's kind of an odd odd one. And he said, well, in January, I've been sober for 15 years. You know? So I, I just remember like those are like the one-two punch. It's like, whoa, mm -hmm. you know, this is what people are putting into it. It's, yeah. it, I think a lot of, for a lot of people, this is almost like a tattoo. You know, the same reason people get a tattoo, it's that thing that means the most to them. And what's nice is you can swap it out. You can, you know, have multiple takes. This is your off. word this year. Yeah, you can yeah. Mix, it, mix it up. But I've also had stories. I remember um, this uh, social media influencer, Tuan, he got the word become mm -hmm. because he wanted to remind himself to become the person, you know, he wants to be. And then uh, a few months later, he ended up getting a tattoo because he's like, I love I loved seeing it so much that actually he's like, he's like, look, I got a tattoo of it. I'm like, great. It's like a Of precursor. the bracelet itself? No, 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 no of the word of become. Of the word. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, those are some of the ones that from the early days. Wow. Yeah. Clearly impacting people's lives for the better. What does that look like from a business perspective as far as like thriving and the results? Yeah. Like there's no question. You're like laser focused on your mission mm -hmm. and your process to impact people. Yeah. How does, what, how does that translate? Has it translated? Yeah, I mean, we were able to grow, which is um, important because we want to continue to scale. It's challenging because it's expensive to, you know, if you think about our business model, a huge, our single biggest cost is actually advertising, is actually getting people's attention. And we're, we've got to figure out ways to bring that um, cost down. It's expensive to pay for people's attention. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so that's one big area that we're focused on. Or how can we you know, leverage um, our existing network of people that are already passionate about the brand and really you know, work with them to continue to engage more people? Yeah. Because our vision is to have everybody um, go through the process of finding their word. And it just becomes like part of what you do all the time. Yeah. You know, it's like you brush your teeth or you, you know, yeah. just, it's like the reflection work happens. Um, but we're away from that. Yeah. yeah. So business results, how does it how does the creation of such a unique amazing experience translate i mean the the, the the other you know principles is i try to bring our cost down as low as i possibly can but still keep it alive because i want to reach more people yeah because people are always like why don't you have a hundred dollar version or two hundred dollar version i'm like well that requires a whole different supply chain that requires a totally different operations right, process right 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 um and for me like this isn't about like uh, you know fancy $500, $1,000, you know, I'm sure there's a market for that, but it's a much smaller market. And I'd rather reach a lot more people and have something where, you know, this is, you can get one for the less than the price of a latte. 
you know, because if you buy the blank ones and you have a friend make it for you, for example, like it's a, yeah. it's a few dollars. Yeah. And so you don't have to think that hard about it. It's already hard enough to find your word, but then you gotta be, oh man, do I wanna spend $100 or $20? No, that's not, you know, what we're about. Yeah. And so staying focused on that, we just need to move a lot of units to keep paying our bills and yeah. our rent. and. Yeah. Um, so we make it work, but yeah. Awesome. Like imagine if more businesses had were this clear about their purpose mm -hmm. and this dialed in to creating such a personal, such a meaningful experience with mm -hmm. their customers. What would that world look like? Like if every business, I mean, just look down here, we're yeah, in Sunset, and, and, and you know, like every single one of these businesses, what if they like cared as yeah. much as you do, or even just a little bit more? Yeah. What I would mean, that the, look the like? The funny thing is that my gut says, it's not so much about the dialing in, like all that you said. I think the reason this works for us is because we're about emotional and spiritual growth. Yeah. And so that's important because we're taking people through the process. But, you know, if you're just going to get, um, you know, something simple. Tires. Yeah, like you may not need, you know, a deep hard. I mean, maybe that works too, but you may actually prefer to just be able to come in and out and just get your tires done, for example. And yeah. so we're just in a unique, you know, niche where we're helping people go deep. You know, I consider this inner work. I do think the world could use more places for that. Uh, I actually listened to a podcast. The, the title was called How We Gather. Uh -huh. And they said more and more Americans are going to places like SoulCycle and their yoga studios for community, for a place to gather. Like, you know, as we're a very mobile yeah. know, generation, we're not necessarily with, you know, the people we grew up with. Some of us still go to church, some of us don't. But there's more and more people that are looking for a meaningful connection. Yeah. And there's a big opportunity to fill that need and to serve people that are craving for something deeper and there's a, a, deep, there's a little bit of that though with like, I remember like Snapple teas or there'd be like teas that have a little inspiration, like Yogi sure. tea, yeah. a little bit of inspiration with your I think Dove Chocolates has like their little, like, like yeah. uplifting thoughts or yeah. whatever on the inside of the wrapper. Sure. It's always opportunities. Totally. I, I haven't put any brain power to that. I've just been like, <laughs> you're like, I, I gotta I think, do this. I think, you know, I will say, I'll leave you with this is um, when we certify our makers, we ask them to stamp the word uh, stay focused. Your bankers? No, the makers. Oh, makers. The makers. Sorry. Yeah, we ask the makers to do. We ask our maker when we certify them. We yeah. ask them to dem to be able to demonstrate that they know how to stamp well and get the spacing right. We have them do um, two words: uh, stay focused. Uh -huh. And I think there's so much power in being focused. And that's another thing I learned from Mark Zuckerberg was he was just been, like laser focused on one thing. He doesn't advise other companies. Doesn't dabble in a bunch of things. He's just like focus. And that's something that I've um, tried to instill in myself is I work on one thing at a time and I'm not dabbling in too many other, you know, trying to <laughs> consult this problem or that problem. I'm like, let me just focus one at a time. Yeah, I think there was an article with Bill Gates that said that that's um, his secret to success too. If like he had to pick one word. Focus. Yeah, for why he, has, why he got to where he well, got to. Well, he has the whole concept of the think week, right? Where he sequester himself for a week at a time. Yeah, I think him and Warren Buffett, they both yeah. have that, and then, and then they said they're laser focused on whatever it is that they're working yeah. on. So if you were to have a conversation with individual business leader, yeah. and this person, she asked you, what advice would you give me? What's one thing I could do today to create a more personal, meaningful experience like you do with your business? with my intent. Like, what would be the one thing that you would suggest to her yeah. that she could do, like, at, totally actionable today, tomorrow? One thing. Yeah, well, I guess it depends on the business. But for me, it's standardize on the things that don't matter and then offer customization where it does matter. You know, for us, like, we 
don't have that many colors. I people are always like, hey, why don't you do this style and that style? And I'm yeah, like, yeah. no, 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 like that's the enemy. Like less SKUs, you know. But we do let people. But the one thing is, we let them customize the heck out of full customization on their word. For but sure. all the other stuff, we try to reduce because it reduces complexity. So I've seen, for example, apparel businesses where they offer way too much um, choice, and so that's one thing is the paradox of choice. Sometimes less is more. Hmm. And get focused on what actually moves, you know, 80, 20, 90, 10. So maybe that's, and focus awesome. on what, what actually drives your business. I love it. Yeah. I've been asking all the questions. Do you want to ask me the, yeah. lead me through the process? Yeah. What, what's I your really want to do it. What's my work? Yeah. So you said that they could do two words. And yeah. so I'm we wondering, could do up to about well, 14 well, characters. Up to 14? Yeah. 14 characters. So if you have like two short words, what are you thinking about? <laughs> That's too long. Okay, okay so, well, is there, so are there questions? Is there like a question yeah, process? Yeah, so I, I usually, uh, Okay, so walk me through the process. There's questions, right? So yeah, we have three <laughs> questions that we have on our homepage okay. that we think are very helpful to have someone finding their word. Okay, okay, I'm ready. So the first one is think about a virtue or quality you want more of in your life. Okay. You know, sometimes think about somebody oh, you, you admire. Say it or yeah, yeah. Okay. like think about somebody you admire you know, and think about who do you want to be, right? That's a B question. It's like, who do you want to be? What's a virtue or quality you want more of in your life? Yeah. You want me to verbalize? It's up to you. It's your show. Okay. <laughs> you <can> do whatever <laughs> you want. No, no. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Is, then does the next question sure. build off of yeah, that? Yeah, or? Well, I mean, you know, I could say like things like, you know, do you want to be more patient? Do you want to be mm. more kind? You know, who do you want to be? Like the person, right? So what's, what's showing up for me lately is, is I've spent a lot of time working on figuring out my ikigai, right? Mm -hmm. My purpose for yeah. being, my... That's a great word, by the way. Right? Yeah. It's such an awesome process. And spent a lot of time on that. Okay. And meditation, prayer, seeking like inspiration on okay. what, what that needs to be. And f I'm feeling so energized mm -hmm. and very focused and with so much clarity okay. on what that is. Okay. And so... Recently, I received a blessing um, that one of the things that I uh, needed more, and I feel this too, is mm -hmm. this phrase that that's why I was counting the letters. Mm -hmm. What's the phrase? Divine confidence. Wow. Okay. What does that mean? For me, that means that's faith. Yeah. It's faith in, um, in God's plan for me. Yeah. Uh, it's faith in... I believe that every single person has a unique contribution to make mm -hmm. to the world mm -hmm. based on their experience, on who they are, and yeah. their, their characteristics, their strengths, their weaknesses, their mm -hmm. challenges, their, their gifts. And honing in on that for myself has been a really transformative process. Mm -hmm. And once I've felt what that is, the divine confidence, confidence is what's going to propel me forward okay. without fear yeah because why should you have fear if you know that that's what God's purpose is for you right beautiful that's been something that's that's a big focus of mine that's really been present in my life over the past months and especially over the past month building divine confidence yeah and feeling that and moving forward with without fear mm -hmm. and with complete trust mm -hmm. and faith yeah. and bravery yeah. and courage. All of that. Yeah. 
There's a lot of words surrounding all of that, but mm -hmm. divine confidence, I think, is too many letters. It's a bit long. We could put it on two different ones, <laughs> or uh, we could do like D and then confidence, or interesting. Or we could do the word divine. Yeah. Oh. Are you, could, could you, you do a back-to-back -back one? Mm, we have stuff on the back. We have our uh, website on the oh, back. Oh yeah. Our no, brand. You need that. Yeah. There you go. Divcon. That'd be cool. It's like a code. Sounds like a, like a military code. Defcon. It's like Defcon. <laughs> we could do Divcon. That's pretty cool, actually. Let's do it. All right, we could do that. Yeah. So, so was there one, one, one more question? So one, yeah, there was. Or what was the other one? So I the don't other want two questions. The other two questions are. Um, or the second two more. one is. Uh, you know, think about the biggest challenge in your life. Like, what's the challenge you want to overcome? Yeah. Right. I mean, what is it going to take to overcome that challenge? Yeah. So, like, resilience, focus, determination, yeah. balance. Yeah. You know, what do you want to have? And then the third question is, what do you want to do? It's like, what are you passionate about? You want to spend more time on. Mm. So, for some people, it's like, I need to write more. I need to sing, create. Mm, that's cool. So yeah, it's all on our homepage. We have the three questions. You yes. know, who do you want to be? What do you want to have? What do you want to do? Yeah. And between those three questions, usually people will figure out their word. And then if you know, usually they'll have a, a few, and then I usually ask them like, what's the most important one or what do you need the most awesome. of? Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. Special thanks to our host, Tokaya Organica, for creating the ideal place for us to talk about breakthrough brand experience. And really to make bracelets on the fly for their team, other taco guests, and even me. I've loved wearing my personal reminder to have divine confidence. Thanks, Chris. Now, this modern Mexican taqueria is super SoCal with its organic meats, locally sourced produce, and chef-recommended protein and cheese pairings for your tacos. And they make some good tacos. I always have to give props when a taqueria makes their own handmade tortillas like they do here. So when you go, definitely try the Tinga or the Diablo Chicken Tacos. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Taco Incidents. I'd love to hear your feedback, so hit me up on Instagram, email, phone, or, of course, over tacos. Check out our website, searchfortheperfecttaco.com, where you can watch the video version of these episodes and see all the taco action. And just when you thought Taco Tuesday couldn't get any better, I'll be releasing a new episode every week. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you'll be the first to know. And I'd be forever grateful, and definitely owe you tacos, if you'd leave a review of Taco Incidents on Apple Podcast. So join me as we search for the perfect taco together and discover how amazing brand experience can empower you to thrive.